0: Ready to start making tough and small decisions with less stress? This is a formula you can use with your child covering the 20-second rule and six-step formula. That's what we're going to do right now. But first, I want to express how much I respect you for your commitment and of yourself and your kid to improving yourself. As hard as it sometimes can be. So while I love reading, listening, and speaking to the giants of the industry and business, homeschooling, um, and other areas, what I continuously wonder is how to make them actionable to me and my child. And our decisions affect everything around us, especially in turmoil. Those who master the art of decision-making have the ability on... Making those decisions that others don't do, meaning the difference between failure and success. So, you know, so the difference between fulfillment and a persuasive sense of emptiness. So, if you don't have a system for making these decisions, you often procrastinate and avoid making them or making rash decisions that lead to a host of other problems. The key is to have a pro- proven system, a proven process to use when. Tough decisions crop up. So are you ready to making those small and complicated decisions quickly and with less stress? Let's jump right in to the twenty seconds. But before I do, remember to check out the storyweavers.com if you're interested in how you can not just use this with your child but in your child in within your homeschooling. Our spots are are you know people are running in rushing in to get fill those spots for next year. so if you are serious about these things then check out our language arts program the storyweavers.com okay so let's start working our decision-making muscle because ultimately decisions are like muscles. If you don't use them they become weak. Most of us have, honestly, a flappy decision-making muscle. So some people have a hard time deciding what do they want for dinner? So how are we going to strengthen this muscle is by giving them a workout. The way to make better decisions is to make more of them. So set a timer. Give yourself 20 seconds max to decide because champions make fast decisions. You have 20 seconds to and the le- second level of this is just as it's important how fast you make decisions, focusing on the state, on how you make those decisions, you know, know that no matter decision, you will figure it out. It's this confidence, it's this calmness when you make the decision that makes the difference. So if you would place a tablespoon of water in the palm of your hand, as long as the your hand is relaxed. The water rests and sits there, and you can control it. For example, pour it into a cup or move it around. But if you imagine the tension building up in your hand and your hand closes into fists, you lose the control as the water squirts or leaks, you know, from every teeth. So how you feel about your decision is like having water. In your hand, are you moving steadily along in centered confidence, or are you teeth gritting in discomfort? Twenty-second rule: use that one if you have small decisions, like if you're sitting in a restaurant, if you're deciding what to have for dinner. Twenty seconds, go. Use this with your child as well as a rule. Now, what about the complex, tough? decisions when, you know, you have to decide what projects you do. So some of our kids inside our project, uh, we have had this question of, well, my kid can choose or it just goes with the first, you know, idea that the kid has and doesn't even, you know, look at other options. So you lack the creativity, or on the other side, you lack the actually getting into action mode and out of that brainstorming session, brainstorming mode. So what you do is you have for tough decisions, you use these six steps. Number one, and by the way, you might come to the result, even if you don't follow all of the six. So first you define the outcome. What do you result are you after? What do you want to achieve it? You must be clear about your outcomes and the order of importance so that you maybe even can visualize it, so that you have a specific field when you go over this with your child, for example, with the project. What is the project about? What is maybe a a bigger vision that you or the kid has throughout the year, the theme that you could decide on first? And then you write down the choices. And remember, one option is no choice. Two options is a dilemma. Three options is actually when you have a choice. So which options do I have? And write down all of those options, including those that you dislike or seem far-fetched. Or even maybe if you can't come up with any, then what you say is simply an option is to do nothing. So that's number two. First, define the outcome, then write down the choices and then assess possible consequences. So what are the ups ups and downs of each option? What do you gain? What do you cost? When you're clear about your goals and committed to your vision, then you know the direct consequences of those tough decisions are better than making no decision at all. So you'll be better after, after you have assessed the rewards and the consequences of each of your options and choose the best one more quickly. So you could, for example, inside the project, well, how much time do we have to actually create the product? How much uh, time would it take us? Is that realistic? Are we willing to put in that effort in this area? As most of us has many different areas of homeschooling, right? Then after you've done you, and this is already a point where some options normally fall out. Then you, of course, evaluate your options after you now you've written them down. And by the way, why do we write them down? Because have you ever had it where you have loops in your head that you continuously think about a question, you didn't make it, you didn't decide on something and then it comes back to you and it just uses so much energy? The best thing is to write it down, look at it, and then decide. So the next thing is you evaluate. You write down, well, how important are those upsides, downturns of meeting those outcomes? What is the probability that you know, the downsides will occur? And does it compare with the effort, the time, the money that you put in? So with your child, evaluate all of the, the possible consequences that you've written down. And then the fifth step is mitigate the damage. How can I eliminate or reduce those downsides? The reasons these are tough decisions is usually because of what could happen if we make the wrong decision. And that's why you must review all the downsides in more details, brainstorm alternative ways to eliminate or reduce those downsides. Again, the more ideas you can come up with, no matter how far-fetched they may seem, the better prepared you'll be to face the potential consequences. And this part of the decision making process is important because it allows you to be proactive about how to handle any fallouts. You can start to anticipate the future. And the last and final step, step number six, of course, is decide now. After you've written down these six steps with your kid, no matter how stuck it is, decide now. Because let's face it, in real life, We don't always have all of the resources, all of the information. We can't most of the times wait until we have those facts in order based on the most probable consequences. Select the option that provides the greatest certainty that you will meet your desired outcome or needs. This is your best option for right now. And because you've looked at so many other possibilities, you know that to be true. So this will help you beat procrastination when making tough decisions and avoid the deadliest decision of all inaction. So what would you decide? And if you would know the best option, which one would you choose? With these two formulas, you have for each situation. For small decisions, take the 20-second rule. For big decisions, use the six-step formula and you will guide your kid to have a formula to making decisions no matter where they are. With that, see you next time, guys. And if you're serious about finding a language arts program that goes beyond, as you see with this, the normal grammar and spelling, the, you know, how it's always been done, then definitely check out thestoryweavers.com You'll see it in my bio because spots are coming in soon and people are already coming towards and asking us a lot of questions when they can join. So make sure you reserve your spot in the Story Weavers so your child can make all of those amazing projects that we've seen them accomplish in the last year in the field of passion that is relevant to the child because only then communication truly matters. I wish you a great, great day and see you next time.